What is up, Collective? Welcome or welcome back to the Collective Culture Podcast. I am Nina, your host as always. And we have a guest on today. I want to get right into this because I'm very excited to have her on. Um, she is a fellow tarot reader and intuitive. And I've been subscribed to her channel for many, many years. And I'm a huge fan of her. And she's just one of the realists out there that I have found. And she agreed to be on. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce her. Her YouTube, her business is the Walu Child Readings, and her name is Chinoa. So hello, Chinoa. Thank you for being on. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited about this. Um, I let her know offline that I've been a fan of hers for a while, and I'm not generally a fan of a lot of anything online I'm very social media um hesitant <laughs> so it takes me a long time to trust people and I believe she's also the same way so um yeah so we're gonna get right into this I'm gonna you know we're gonna talk about kind of her journey through spiritual the spiritual community and um how she got started and then towards the end we're gonna let you guys know where you can find her and connect with her if you need readings or coaching. She offers a lot of things. So, um, so Janelle, one of the first things I kind of wanted to ask you um, was what, like, event or experience or desire maybe that took place for you to put you on this path of um, being a spiritual guide and, and being into esoteric and wanting more esoteric knowledge? Well, <laughs> kind of, uh, where do I start? Because it's a long, um, I feel like it's kind of a buildup. I don't know if we all experience it, but it's like a buildup that happens. So um, around my spiritual awakening, as I guess you would call it, that I was aware of, um, I had went through a breakup at that time. And I've always had like an interest in esoteric things, you know, tarot cards and stuff like that. Growing up Christian, um, that was not something that, you know, we accepted or even played with, you know. So mm -hmm. my whole um, kind of interest in those things, I feel like I really didn't allow myself to be open to that until I went through that whole process of, you know, going through my spiritual awakening and um, kind of a painful process, you know, the growing pains of everything. Um, my first encounter with readings is probably in high school, actually, when I was asking about a boyfriend <laughs> and I used those little text message um, apps to text the so-called psychic. So that was my first experience. Um, but when I actually started to read, it was only because I wanted to read for myself. I started off, um, in interest in angel card readings. I think that's really where it kind of opened the door for that, the Dorian Virtue era. Mm -hmm. So my first deck mm -hmm. was a Dorian Virtue Oracle card, tarot Oracle card, matter of fact. And I was just doing readings for myself. And I was like, let me like ask any anybody that's willing, I guess, in my family that would be open to it. So those that were, I did readings for them and they were like, you should read. And I was like repelling it because I that's not my thing. Like I wasn't looking for that. And at the time, I think this was around like 2000, 
2012 to 2014. Because um, my channel's been around for a minute. I don't remember the genesis of it when I actually started my channel. But at the time, I was repelling the channel. So I didn't want to really, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't really want to do it. So um, I kept running from that. And I was called to actually go on YouTube. At that time, if you scroll past that time, that era, there was not that many tarot readers out there. Um, no, it was um, a few angel card readers. I noticed that, like, that was a big thing back then. Mm-hmm. So when I initially started my channel, I tried to do the whole Zodiac read thing. That didn't really, you know, go anywhere. And it wasn't something I was truly passionate about. I think I was trying to fit what everybody else was doing. Right. So I was actually led to do twin flame readings, which were not popular at all. Like, you couldn't really find anyone reading on Twin Flame stuff. So at that time, it was kind of just, oh, okay, I'll just do it. And that's how my business started. And I was not looking to start a business from reading, but right. yeah. <laughs> wow, we have very similar stories as to why we started. <laughs> and I think I shared this with you offline about how I started this whole journey because of a breakup too. Mm-hmm. And my father had passed away and I, I needed answers. Yeah. Like you said, it was for me. It wasn't for the collective. You know, that came way later on. Yeah. And it's funny how, you know, love is so prominent in the tarot community. That's <laughs> everybody wants love readings, you know, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. That's how most of us start yeah. <laughs> reading. <laughs> so, you know, love's a powerful thing. So. That's so yeah. cool. It's so cool to know that other people were going through the same thing almost around the same time, too. I bought, my, yeah. I bought my first deck in 2013. Yeah. And yeah. didn't start a channel till 2020. So I I pushed it away a lot longer than you did. So cool to know you're not alone, you know? Right. I feel like it's more a heart chakra awakening. Like if you think of it, the breakups, you know, lead to the heart, you know, needing healing. And it's funny that you said like the breakups and things like that, because at that time I just started getting into crystals as well. My, my younger brother was more into esoteric things before I was really tapping into it. So he took me to a crystal shop. And I was like, how do I pick one? He was like, just pick whatever stands out to you. And the first, my first ever crystal was a rose quartz. So. (laughs) There you go. Rose quartz, if you don't know, is all about love. Yes. (laughs) Self-love and healing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. See, crystals came for me way later on. Way I haven't really, I just started probably over the last year or so been getting more into energy work, you know, even though I realize now that's what I've been doing this whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, Crystals definitely play a part in that too. Yes. Yeah. So, and I I guarantee the breakup was probably very significant too. It wasn't just a regular breakup if I'm correct. Yeah. It took some time to make the decision to finally let it go. But I, I just felt this empowerment because I never thought that I would be able to leave that situation. So it was a self love journey, most definitely first before anything. Yes. And finding my identity outside of that relationship because I was so young at that time. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
powerful though. It is powerful. And then it brings, I think you start, you know, finding your tribe through that too. You know, I mean, of course some people break off and go away because they're only supposed to be there for a certain amount of time. But, you know, with you, I even told you this offline again, like, uh, I felt, you know, and I know everybody says this, but I felt like every one of her readings were for me. Like they always <laughs> resonated with me. I'm like, how does she know you know, and little do you know this, you probably don't remember, um, probably 2015, 2014, I got a reading mm. from you. It was a monthly reading where you recorded oh, wow. and sent it to me. And it was about the guy that I broke up with that led me to tarot. Mm. And I basically asked what everybody asked. Are we meant to be? And you, you know, the way that you kind of put it was like, you are right now, but you're going to see later on what this was for. And mm. you were yeah. absolutely on point. <laughs> um, and you, she's just so good at it, guys. Like people in my life say I'm really good at it. Like you were one of the first people I subscribed to when I started watching tarot readings. And you just have, you have the gift. You absolutely do. And it's not even just about the cards, you know, like yeah. you, you just get it, you know, and you're real. That was what really stuck out to me with you is that you were real. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, that's what, you know, I preach on is being <laughs> real, being realistic. And, you know, I don't want to have anybody on that doesn't subscribe to that and isn't authentic. So, right. Um, you kind of answered my second question too, because I I was going to ask you what made you decide to create a YouTube channel. So, <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Um, I I did want to kind of pick your brain a little bit about the spiritual community um, mm -hmm. because it's it's grown <laughs> as you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, obviously in 2020 when I started, there was a lot of tarot readers at that point and even more viewers though, because of the pandemic and all that. Mm -hmm. But what would you say you're, if anybody's thinking about starting this, cause I know there is, I know there are people like us who are hesitant, you know, fearful of judgment and mm -hmm. you know, what would your like do's and don'ts be as far as that goes? Um, I would say to those that genuinely have a desire to go on YouTube for the right reasons, not to get attention and fame and all of that and to exploit people, but genuinely, go, you know, whatever it is that you're called to, it doesn't even have to be spiritual or um, tarot or anything like that. It could be, um, you know, social justice and things like that. So um, I would say if you feel pulled and called it's something that you you desire to do but your fear won't allow you overcome that fear because it's obviously something that you are divinely led to do and as far as you know um backlash or people you know haters or um trolls and things like that that comes with the territory period so mm -hmm. <laughs> um Being i would just say in general <laughs> right not to let that overshadow what you're doing because you'll get more love than you get the trolls and just privacy is a big thing as well like be very discerning of who you interact with on social media you know youtube things like that but if it's your passion it's your calling but that fear is in the way override that fear 
you know, just do it because I just did it, you know, and do what works for you. Don't allow, oh, I don't have the right cameras. I don't have this. That that will come within time. And, you know, those that are meant to see what you have going on, they will gravitate towards you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be authentic. Yeah. Because, I mean, you you never know who you're going to help. You know, I mean, you you were definitely a catalyst for me, uh, really moving more into it for myself. Because I also come from a Christian background. Most of Mm -hmm. my family is very religious. And I knew the minute they got wave of me starting this, there was going to be comments. Mm -hmm. And I was right. And uh, I think I shared this on another episode, but one of my family members reached out to me and, you know, expressed their opinion about Mm -hmm. tarot and astrology and said, you know, one thing she said to me was, the devil's in the tarot and I quickly responded and I said, it's also in the Bible. He's also in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We need to talk about that for a second. Tarot yes. and, and religion, the origins of tarot go way deeper. And um, it wasn't really a divination tool to begin with anyway. Um, I believe it was a, a card game. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Judaism at that time, um, they had to convert to Catholic back. I think it was yeah Catholic religion in order to survive. They had to cloak their religious beliefs and they put it in a card game. So the first major arcana, the fool through the world, mm-hmm. they have the Hebrew alphabet throughout each card. So the origins of tarot is not demonic within itself. Just like the Bible a preacher or whoever can use the Bible to exploit people. You know what I mean? And tell fortunes. Me with the tarot, this is my thing. Like when people say, oh, it's demonic. I don't use the tarot to tell people's fortunes. If that makes sense. So it's not something I would say, like you can predict the future, but I don't see predict the future. You know what I mean? So because um, people yeah. have free will and the energies <laughs> right. change all the time. And that's what a lot of people, I think, that's a misconception is that right. they think that it's, you know, we're doing witchcraft or something, which mm-hmm. there are, there are. Different you can, yeah. yeah, you can do evil things if that's your intention. And right. one thing that I stress to my family, because they're so concerned, is that I'm helping people. Right. There's nothing negative about this. So, you know, if I was ruining people's lives, that's a whole other thing. And it's very cautious. You do have to be careful because it is a spiritual tool. Any, any spiritual tool, I feel like has the power to have some type of influence, whether it's positive, whether it's negative, it's really about intentions. It's also things, I don't feel like everybody should read tarot. That's my opinion. Um, it's not something that I feel like everyone should open the doorways to, especially if you're not called to touch certain things. It's like playing with Ouija boards and stuff like that. Like that's not something everybody should be tapping into. You know what I mean? Um, but with the tarot within itself, like I said, it's just a tool and we don't want it to become our God. I feel like that's the warning of everything. You don't want, okay, your desire to know your future to become this idol. And it can be. And I feel like that's the only downside or at least Mm -hmm. one of the downsides to tarot. Yeah, me too. I have found that also Um, just with reading for other people. You know, they get Mm -hmm. very obsessed 
with yeah. wanting to know. And I, I, I did too at first. Yeah, shoot, I can raise my hand on that too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you every time something happens, you're like, "Ooh, let me get the cards." You know, Ooh, let me get. <laughs> and yeah. you have to respect it too, just like you have to respect the Bible and you have to respect religion. Mm. I mean, it's the same thing. Um, I always bring up the Spider-Man reference: "With great power comes great responsibility." Mm-hmm. And yeah. you, know, you have a lot of people out there who are not mentally sound to hear mm. the message, so they take right. it and run with it. You know. And yeah, Mm. mental health and spirituality that goes hand in hand. Like I said, I love the fact that now you know a lot of people are more into their mental health and self care and things like that, and doing inner child healing and stuff like that. Right. Um. Then there's a downside, you know, where there's schizophrenia and there's Mm -hmm. paranoia and stuff like that, where people get into spirituality and they kind of lose their minds. That's, you know, that's why I say, like, you got to be called to certain things. Can't just tap into every single thing and be like, oh, I can do this. And I know. Right. Yeah. And you got to you got to do what you're called to. You know, some mm-hmm. people have, you know, they're clear sentient, they're clear audience. Like there's they have things that are more sh- that are stronger present yeah. for them, you know. And, and then sometimes when you open that door, I've told many people this when they want to start reading, mm-hmm. be very sure that you want to open that door mm-hmm. because other things start coming in <laughs> that you right. are not going to be ready for. <laughs> so. Discernment is everything. That's why I yeah. pray over my readings and my cards, because when I go into that room or that space, you can be receptive to all types of things in the spirit room. So you want to be discerning like, okay where am I getting my source of information and my guidance from? You know what I mean? Right. And I, and I need to do better at that. I haven't recorded a video in a very long time, but I say it to myself. I don't say it out loud a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I don't know if that's the wrong or right way. I mean, it's it's all in your intention. Right. And my, and I don't, I don't have airy fairy rainbows and sunshine readings all the time either. Mm -hmm. I've gotten hit and runs I've gotten you know bad things in in for the collective readings as well and I don't hold back Mm -hmm. you know because I'm when I when I press record I have a responsibility to the collective to get exactly what I'm getting word for word you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not good it's not positive yeah that's unfortunate but that's life as a human you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, and I I just want to talk about this real quick. So like, like what you said, sometimes you get messages that are not light and fluffy all the time. And I feel like we've gotten so spoiled in the mm-hmm. spiritual community that we look to hear the so-called good things, only what we want to hear. You know what I mean? Right. And it's dangerous because we have this false sense of entitlement to, and spirituality is two-way I mean I wouldn't even say it's a two-way street but it is a shadow and it is a light spectrum Mm -hmm. so you know there's messages where we might need warnings and heads up why would you shun that away because it's not what you want to hear like that's kind of foolish to me like um you know what I mean to be coddled and there's so many adults that (laughs) I gotta be careful what I say but that (laughs) that prefer and that's why I was guided to turn away from doing turn flame readings because 
um, that journey within itself, I don't take away from it. I do believe that it was needed for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it became an obsession. It became a cult, kind of a religion, if you think about it. Oh, my God. Um, and it's not healthy. And even with love readings, because sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I get upset sometimes with spirit because I feel like that's the only messages that I'm delivering <laughs> most of the time. But I understand that some people may need to hear what's said. Yes. And I have to respect the fact that my readings are not always going to be light and fluffy love readings either because people need healing. Right. Right. So, yeah. I'm going through it, too. But I think it's just because it's a collective energy. That's what everybody mm-hmm. wants to know. You know, yes. it's powerful in that yes. way. Because I do it too. I'll get on there and I'll be like, nope, I'm just going to do a general. That's it. <laughs> do it. And then Spirit's like, nope. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> and you see the cards come out. It's like the Ace of Cups, the Knight of Cups, the Lovers. And you're like, how do you how do you pivot this somewhere else? Like, you right. just can't. You know, you just can't. Because not only are you getting the message, but the people are seeing it too. And it's like, ah. Uh, but it's all in love. I mean, that's where I come from because yeah. I, I was that viewer for a mm-hmm. very long time. And I was the person seeking for answers and guidance. Yeah. And then when I started being the answers and guidance, I took it very serious. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, mm-hmm. you have to. And I worry, I don't want to give anyone false hope, even yeah. with my friends. Like, even mm-hmm. when I read for them, I don't want to give them false hope. So yeah. I'm going to be real. Even if you get upset and it's something you don't want to hear, it is what it is. Yeah, you know? it's going to make sense later. You know, I've been triggered by readings that I've gotten and stuff. But, you know, it's all healing. And, of course, I'm not saying that every time you hear a message that you don't want to hear, it, it means that it's the truth. Like, sometimes you got to be discerning. You know, because we're humans at the end of the day. So when we're delivering messages, we might slip up and like insert some of our personal opinions and thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why it's important to, to clear your energy before you read and pray or however you, you mm-hmm. set your intentions. But um, yeah, it's very touching. You have to be careful of what you say and how you say it because you don't want anyone to misinterpret it. But at the end of the day, we're all adults. So you. You know, you take the information and do with it what you will, hopefully something positive from it. And especially with collective readings. Yeah. We're, I mean, you don't know how many people are going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a big following, you, the algorithm on YouTube is just all over the place. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Even if somebody just were to watch me for the first 10 minutes, like mm-hmm. that, I'm, I'm getting their energy. I'm, you yeah. know what I mean? And then I also feel too, like with me and you, like with, when I connected to you, I don't connect to all the readers that way. Yeah. And I don't get angry about it. Like I see some people do, um, you know, I just move on and that's for somebody else. And I let it go. And I, I just wish others, even if you're not a terror reader, you don't want to be a terror reader that you would have that respect and not go in the comments and start, you know, this isn't my reading, you know, like it's, frustrating for me to see it because now that I'm doing it I know what it takes to cut your energy (laughs) off and it's hard (laughs) it's hard yeah yeah and and we can't take it personally because you know that person whatever they're going through you know it might have triggered something they needed to know at the time and if they reject it that's up to them but yeah (laughs) it's not an easy 
um, position to be in, to be a tarot reader. No. That's why I don't think it's something cute. I think people market it as something cute and like, oh, look what I like. Nah, sis. It's nah. become very <laughs> trendy. I mm. mean, when I went to go celebrate my niece's birthday last night, she met a friend and this girl had tarot cards in her purse mm-hmm. and she's super into it, like overly, you know, which I'm, mm. not, you know, I'm not opposed to mm. that, but she's like, I really want to read for you. I was like, okay, you can, you know, one day you can read for you. And she pulls the cards out. I'm like, oh, mm. we're doing it now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And she likes, she likes her clients or, or people she's reading for to hold her cards. And mm. I am not okay with that. Yeah. I'm very much the opposite. And it's just me and how I feel about my decks. And mm. um, I know other tarot, readings, tarot readers feel the same way. Um, and she was like kind of trying to push me to hold them. And I was like, I'm just, I can't, I'm sorry. You know, like you can read for me, but she'll have people shuffle for her and and that's fine. That's what Mm -hmm. she wants to do. But for me, that's just not what I resonate with. And, you know, I don't know how you feel about stuff like that, but you know, the touching the cards or yeah. Um, I know some people that prefer that you do it. Um, as long as you clear the deck, I don't really, that's not my method, but everyone's method is different. But as long as you clear your deck, I don't really see an issue with people touching the deck or whatever. I carry my, my decks with me. I'll have like, I have a mini Rider weight, like a tiny Rider weight deck that I take with me, you know, cause I never know when I might need it. But, um, yeah, it's not something that I feel like is meant to just be shared with just everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it was something that was sacred, and now it's just kind of like this thing that everybody wants to do and get into. You know what I mean? Right, right. Which I'm, I'm halfway happy about because I, you know, I, I we all have it in us. You know, mm-hmm. we all have spiritual gifts within us. Yeah. It's just some are meant to explore them and use them and help others, and some aren't. Why is um, Right. Yeah. Um, But I just worry that it's turned into this trendy thing to do other than the responsibility that you have behind it, you know. And with her, I think she's super into it and she's very good. She's very intuitive. Um, I, you know, and she wants to learn from me and that's great. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm super open to anybody that wants to learn from me because at the time when I first started, I needed that too, you know. But I want it. I my biggest thing is I want people to know that one. This is just me, my opinion. I don't want them getting stuck solely on the traditional meetings, mm. I, because it is an t- intuitive thing, um, and I want them to take it serious and have good intention behind it. And that's it. That's really my my uh, my you know goal for people that are getting into this. How yeah. do you feel about that? You're probably the same. <laughs> um. Like I said, I feel like people should be called to it, you know, and really discern if it's the path for you and, you know, if it is genuinely something that you're called to do, not to get stuck in the traditional aspect because it's your own thing, you know, you don't have to do it how everyone else does it because your what you're called to might be something someone has never had before that they actually need or people are looking for it. so to be like oh i'm gonna be like so-and-so or i'm gonna read like this or i can that limits your giftings and your abilities and things like that so right 
And I don't know if this is true for you. It probably is. But the second guessing yourself is a thing. <laughs> and it is normal. It is. <laughs> and it's just something over time. And the longer you do it, I've noticed I second guess a lot less. I mean, I mm -hmm. still do. But that just comes, I think, with the practice, you know. Yeah. Get feedback or journal your own readings that you do for yourself. And then you can go back and see if you were accurate or if you picked up, you know, the right thing. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but as far as like people getting into tarot, one other thing, do not make it your idol. Mm. <laughs> your only source Say that again. <laughs> yes, do not make it your idol. Because <laughs> it's very easy to. Yeah, very easy to. I mean, that's even with astrology, too. I mean, I know some people get so stuck on, you know, their placements and like, oh, I'm not going to date a Scorpio because of right. this, you know, like <laughs> it's it gets crazy. It gets a little crazy. And that's my fear that it that's why it's coming so trendy. And because, yes, yeah. a lot of it is true and it is confirmation. And I get all that. But what I hear all the time and I believe is not, you know, you're not just your sun sign, you know, you, right. you're a whole being. Yeah. And while your chart can help you understand yourself better, um, it's not something to live by every day. I don't think anyway. Yeah. Um, no. Because you're shutting down your own spiritual connectedness with your own, you know, source whether you call it God or your higher self, whatever, mm -hmm. when you place these things in that position of it's kind of like you're making it your God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where people get the Bible kind of twisted is because, you know, God warns people of, you know, um, worshiping the stars. Like there's nothing wrong with utilizing the stars. Right. But when you start idolizing them and looking to them as your source that's where the problem is right there yeah i mean even if it's that word equation. Mm -hmm. yeah that word worship is just mm -hmm. it's it's extreme to me and growing up hearing it and going to church and hearing it and it was mm -hmm. very it put me off yeah um, a lot of times because it did feel very like if you don't live your life this way you're gonna go to hell and it's gonna be the scary thing and it's you know it was like really pushed me away from it for most of my life mm. because Question. of the negativity yeah go ahead so I know you're you're asking, you're interviewing me. I just have a quick question for you, like your opinion on this. Do you yeah. feel that for those that have grew up in the church, whether it was Christianity or Catholic um, backgrounds or are familiar with, you know, maybe people in their family who are Christians or Catholic, that when you get into the tarot community, spiritual community, when people use the word God, it's very triggering to people. Like it kind of triggers that. I wouldn't say a hatred, but kind of it's how do I explain it. Kind Are of you like, asking if it triggers me or the, if I this, see the collective like, as a fool, as a collective, yeah. Uh, I do. I actually just had an episode on here. Um, what are my beliefs? Do I believe in God? And I kind of explain my story of how I, you know, grew up and stuff, and my family's very Christian, mm -hmm. and 
everything that I would get from it seemed very negative. It seemed very scary. It seemed mm -hmm. very like a parent, a very strict parent telling me what to do. That's how yeah. they perceived God to me. That's how they explained. Mm -hmm. That's how I've seen it anyway. Right. And then when I would ask questions, because I was very inquisitive, still am, I always got a very vague answer. Mm -hmm. And the main one was, how do you know God is real? You know, the God that they talk about a lot. Right. And all I would get was, well, he's in the air in the trees. And it just, <laughs> as a young girl, I was like, that's it. And it just seemed like they were trying to get me to stop asking. Right. You know, and I didn't like that. And I, I went away from it for a very long time. I was very anti, not like I was an atheist or anything. I just didn't subscribe to anything. I was just yeah. me. And when the esoteric stuff started coming more and more into my life, I, it was always positive, not always positive, but it was, it was more positive than it was negative. I'll put it that way. And then when I started helping people I was reading for and giving them guidance, I was like, wow, this is powerful. Yeah. And then I learned later on that it's very similar. Like to me, the Bible is a book of prophecy. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of it anyway. Yeah. And up until just recently, my friend who is who's Christian and very religious, she told me that they talk about astrology in the Bible. I didn't even they know do. that. I'll recommend this book to you that okay. this guy he goes into it perfectly and numerology as well. Because yeah. like, oh, we don't worship angel numbers and look to angel numbers. I feel like that's up to interpretation as well. But numbers are they have a whole chapter in the Bible called numbers, the book of numbers. So like Oh wow. <laughs> but I mean yeah. I always said my family don't want me to read it because if I do I'm gonna <laughs> I like I have some questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, wait a minute. And it's not that I don't want to read it. Honestly, I've tried many times throughout my life. And it I, one, I can't understand half of it. And two, it's some, a lot of it is scary to me. It, it seems like a lot of scary stories. Um, but then there are a lot of positive things in it, too, that I've gotten as well. I've just, like I said, oh, it's just been very recently that I've been more open to that side of it. Mm -hmm. um, and wanting to to you know, be more in touch with God or source, like you said, whatever you call it. But to answer yeah. your question, I know that was a very long-winded question uh, <laughs> or answer. Um, yes, I found it being very triggering for people. Just the word itself, God. Yeah. And I feel like that is due to man's interpretation of what God is. And like you said, like in church, it's always this doom and gloom. Like, you're going to go to hell. You know, if you don't do this, you don't do that. And you teach us we're sinners by nature. So it's like, okay. And that's why I always tell people, like, when I speak of God, I'm not speaking of a religious being. I'm speaking of source. And that is up to your own relationship with God. Like, you form your relationship with God personally with yourself. You know what I mean? Right. As far as the Bible goes, I enjoy it because of the parables. And I feel like I can find messages in it. It's strange how I can. I don't know. It's just weird. And I probably my... I don't know how my people on my YouTube channel like perceive my channel because it's weird. I don't know. Like I can use the Bible and the tarot and some people might think that's blasphemous, but there's, if you look at the tarot, there's many, you can find different references to the Bible just within the tarot alone. Like we spoke of earlier, how um, you can find the 22 alphabet, Hebrew alphabet in each major arcana card. 
but there's like different references to biblical figures, biblical stories. So it's just like make it make sense. Like I, I don't right. know. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Make it make sense. I mean, I'm seeing that a lot now on TikTok. I'm seeing religious people have a spiritual practice on top mm-hmm. of it, and yeah. I love it. I mean, I can speak for one of your viewers. I'm I'm a fan of it because I know without a doubt you are being you. Yeah. And you're coming from a loving, caring place. So you could talk about anything and I will trust that you are still coming from that same loving, caring place. You know, just like you said, and I've just said, the, the intention behind anything. Yeah. You know, and I like that we're merging the two. I'm, I'm loving that I'm seeing that, which is probably why I'm going more towards it too and wanting yeah. more answers. And I have a friend, like I said, who's, who's Christian and she doesn't read tarot. You know, she's not into that really. I mean, she's not opposed to it, obviously having me as a friend. She can't be. <laughs> but <laughs> she's answered more of my questions than, I'm sorry, but any of my family has throughout my yeah. life. And um, I would love to pick your brain about it too. I mean, you you threw some knowledge on me about the Hebrew and the number. I didn't even know any. <laughs> yeah, I would love to go into that. Like, and I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. Like with church, like I said, like as a little girl, I didn't feel like I got a lot of answers. My experience, like I, my relationship and my intimacy with God was not in the church. Yeah, mine wasn't either. So. Interesting. And if if me and you, who people who didn't even know each other, grew up in different places, we're feeling the same way. We're not the only ones, you know. Right. And that's important. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. This is amazing. I love when I find <laughs> like-minded people. <laughs> it's it's a it's like a. You know, you can breathe, you know, yes. like, because a lot of times, I mean, we, so much of the human experience, we don't do things based on others' judgment. And mm-hmm. I mean, look at Jesus, how much they judge Jesus, you right. know, and my heart goes out to that man. Like, I have such a respect for him and what he was trying to do. And I feel like I'm trying to do the same thing. A lot of us I feel like you know the Christ consciousness that's what they call it and what's so funny is that a lot of people are leaving leaving the church I don't know if you realize it but there are some people that are leaving the so-called spiritual community I hate the word new age because a lot of the stuff is not new so I don't know right. why to call it that but um I do see people leaving the quote-unquote new age and going back to Christianity and I feel like a part of it may have been you know people doing it for a time like they might have been called to go to that realm to you know learn certain things to teach and help other people and some people may have gotten into it you know out of kind of immaturity a spiritual immaturity not knowing what they were getting themselves into that makes sense right but um people leaving the church it kind of goes to the whole christ thing because christ was not in a church he was um you know he was doing his work all over the world, wherever he was divinely led to go, that's where he went. Right. And the Pharisees were judging him because they're like, he's not doing what we do in the traditions. And he called them out. He's like, even though y'all following the traditions, you're still sinning. You're still doing this. You guys are hypocrites. You're fornicators. You're all of this stuff. 
and yeah. you're calling me this maybe even you know accuse him of doing witchcraft and all of that because he right. wasn't doing things in that way that they were doing it so right. it's kind of modern day happening now if you, mm -hmm. you know yeah i really don't and i hate to even mention her but you did earlier i don't like the way doreen virtue kind of left um mm. it was did put a really bad taste in my mouth yeah, uh, but you know she's on her own journey and she's got her own stuff going on. But it's it, you know there's I don't know. Yeah, I can kind of understand where she's coming from from her perspective. I'm just assuming that you know maybe was time for her to let that part of her journey go. Right. And I do feel like there was a part of her that felt guilty because maybe she felt like she misled a lot of people. You know, she made right. that. And, she made books and things like that. So she might have felt, oh, my God, I'm misleading all these people into hell. You know, you know. Right, right, so right. I can understand that. But I'll speak for myself personally. Like, she helped me in a sense. Like, as far as her decks, though, me I was too. a baby. I didn't understand everything. But I sought that for myself. Like, I'm going to seek this guidance because I don't know what's going on with me. And those angel cards, you know, they helped me at the time that I needed, if that makes sense. And no, probably too, others. Yeah. yeah. I got the fairy deck. That was the deck I got of hers. And now I have, <laughs> I just recently, over the last like four or five months, got the romance angels, which I know I'm late <laughs> to the party. Everybody's had that deck forever. But I'm, I have to be very drawn to a deck in order to purchase it. I just yeah. have to. That's just how I am. And if it's not meant for me at that time, maybe it won't ever be, or maybe it will be later, you know? Yeah. But oddly enough, I want to tell you a, a quick story about her fairy deck. This was right after she kind of publicly announced. I left my car. I was living on a boat in Southern California. And I left my decks outside to cleanse them with the full moon. Mm. And I brought all of them in except for that one. And it rained. And it oh, destroyed wow. the deck. It was so oh. freaky to me. Because I was upset. I love that deck. It's a beautiful mm. oracle deck. Yeah. And I never repurchased it, though, because I felt like that was a sign. I don't need that. That was deck. crazy. Yeah. You know? But it was so crazy because it was literally not long after she publicly announced it. So mm. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Loud and clear, spirit. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Yeah. I had to throw away a deck. I think I threw away an Alistair Crowley deck. I was drawn to it at the time, but then, you know, the images and stuff, and, like, yeah, that's a whole other thing. I had to throw that deck away. <laughs> I didn't even give it away. I threw that in the trash, like, in the dumpster. It's not even in my house. I threw it out. Oh, I don't wow. know. I was drawn to it when I first got it, and, it, shoot, I was reading my ass off with it, but when you really look at it and then the, the practices he was into and all kind of like, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know much about him, so maybe we can go into that on another episode. Cause I would love to know. Um, but I have heard some things, you know, when you're mm -hmm. in the community, things just come out, you start hearing stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's crazy to me how far this has gotten popular. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's happened so quickly too. <laughs> like, Very quickly. And I yeah. felt like I joined YouTube too late. 
because it was already such a thing in 2020. Mm. But that's when I felt guided to. I mean, that's when it happened. So I'm not going to really get stuck right. on it, you know. Um, yeah. What are your are your plans um, before we wrap this up? I want you. I want uh, the collectors to know about your spiritual business and what you offer. Well, right now um, I do readings for the collective, and I also do readings for women and young women specific. Um, and coaching is available for women as well, if needed. Um, like we discussed off topic, off off of this, um, doing more talk about women's health and what it's like as a spiritual woman and dating and <laughs> those ex- oh, a single awesome. spiritual woman or maybe dating. But um, I would love to talk about that. But other than that, like my business right now mainly um is focused on my readings and um some of my jewelry designs and stuff like that so anything you guys would like to um know is available on my website as far as my readings go where to book with me um some of my jewelry is on display on my website as well so yeah and where i mean i'm obviously gonna put all your links and stuff um so people can find it but if you want to kind of just tell them where to find you on what social media you're on and my instagram i need to do better with posting on instagram but <laughs> it is the waluch instagram my youtube channel is the walu child and my um channel for women and young women is queen esther tarot on youtube Oh, see, I didn't even know you had that channel. Oh, yes, yeah, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, what do you do? You have certain availability, or is that all on your website? I'm sure it is. Yeah, everything's booked by. Um, if you do, I do voice recordings. I do phone sessions. Um. Sometimes I do in person if I'm doing vending events, but uh, that's, you know, on need to know. But right. um, yeah, all of my information is there. And I also forgot to like, I do do rags. I know for some people do rags are probably like ghetto and hood stuff, but <laughs> I've designed them in a way, you know, I love cartoons and anime. And I've also got some with like pretty third eye gems on them for spiritual purposes to wrap our heads with. So I just, you know, yeah. I resonate with do rags. I love, I have, a whole collection and colors and patterns of do-rags, but I make my own. I design, like, you know, nice. the do-rags and stuff. So if you guys are interested in being a little spiritual gangster with me, <laughs> I, I have that shirt. I have a shirt that says spiritual gangster on it. My kid got it for me for Brother's Day. <laughs> <couple years. laughs> you can get a do-rag that matches it. Yeah, any color yeah. you want. Yeah, I have my um, all eyes on me do-rag with the, the third eye and, um Yeah. Very it's a little cool. something that I like to do. Very cool. Well, yeah, we need to talk because I know you're into Sailor Moon, and I've yet to meet another yes. adult who's into Sailor Moon. We can have a conversation. I have another sister that's like a Sailor Moon enthusiast, so we would probably be on here for hours. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed this so much, and guys, she's going to be on again. She was going to be on again. I We have so much to talk about, as you can tell. So I thank you so much for your time, because I know we're all busy beings. I yes. um, can't wait to have you on again. Um, so, yeah, you guys, go subscribe to her. Go check her out. She's amazing. I'm going to go subscribe to her other channel, because I didn't know she had it. 
Um, yes, the Queen Esther Tarot. The Queen Esther Tarot. Okay, and like I said, guys, I'll put all these links in there so you can, you know, click on them. Um, and that's going to be it for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope it resonated. I hope you guys have found some things out that you didn't know because I certainly did. Um, and as always, if you guys want to check me out, like I said, I'm not doing mindset coaching at the moment. I might pick that up in the new year. But if you want to go check out my available original art pieces, go to ninahogan.com. And there you'll also find my shop. So just click on shop. I have yoga mats and yoga pants and all that stuff on there. Cool stuff. So check it out. And as always, love and light. Ciao.